Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of the Asian Madness Podcast. This week's episode is pretty interesting and it's unsolved. And I know many of you really love unsolved cases. If you recall the episode on the Miyazawa family, this case is kind of similar to that one, but for some reason, it seemed to receive a lot less attention. Finding information on this case was really difficult as well, so please bear with me if this episode is a lot shorter than usual. But it's still pretty interesting, so I know you'll enjoy hearing about it. Let's begin. The date was April 28, 1995. Location, Kurashiki, Okayama Prefecture, Japan. It was around 3 in the morning when the police started receiving phone calls about a farmhouse on fire. The firefighters and police quickly arrived at the house, and after the fire was finally put out, it was determined that it was arson. What's even more shocking was what was discovered on the first floor of the house. The bodies of 70-year-old Tsunami Haruhiko and his 66-year-old wife, Midori. Midori was discovered around the front entrance with stab wounds to her left chest area, which very likely would have been her cause of death. As for Haruhiko, his body was laying on the kitchen floor with stab wounds to his chest and abdomen area. The kitchen knife used in the stabbings was still lodged into his stomach when he was discovered. The victims were said to have been dead for several hours, possibly murdered the previous day on the evening of the 27th between 5pm and 9pm. The fire, on the other hand, seemed to have been started at around 2 or 3 a.m. of the 28th. That kind of indicates that somebody murdered the elderly couple, hung around the house for a few more hours, then set the house on fire before leaving. Why were they in the house for so long? Were they looking for something? Why was it necessary to murder this elderly couple? Oh, and one very important detail I may have missed. The two bodies were found decapitated. The heads were also never recovered. Super strange. So here are the most important questions. Why did anyone want to murder an elderly couple? Why did they stick around for so long after murdering them? Why did they cut off their heads? And what did they do with the heads? So many questions, but not a lot of answers. The house was pretty much destroyed by the fire, so if the killer did leave anything behind, it was likely contaminated or destroyed by the fire. Definitely not a good start. The police decided to hand out flyers and rely on the public for answers, as it would be likely that somebody may have heard or seen something. The flyer stated the names of the deceased couple, the time and location, and also the basic details of what had happened to the couple and to the house. The police ended up mobilizing more than 100,000 people to help investigate this case, and although a lot of time and manpower was dedicated for this case, nothing really came of it. It's been around 25 years since the couple were murdered, and to this day, there have been zero solid leads. It was known that the couple owned a lot of land, and it was considered a possibility that it could be a dispute over land or land sales, an argument gone wrong, or something like that. Over the years, the police have continued to ask the public for any information they could provide, and every year around late April, they would hand out flyers, 
probably doing their best to keep this case alive. Although this case never really progressed, something interesting did happen. So here's the deal. The statute of limitations for murder back then in Japan was 15 years. That's really not very long. If you really wanted to hide around for 15 years after killing somebody, it's probably doable. Just gotta lay really low and not stand out for 15 years. So this case happened in April 27th, 1995. Add 15 years to it, then supposedly the statute of limitations should have come into effect on April 28th, 2010. But something happened on April 27th, 2010, as in a day before. The statute of limitations for both murder and robbery had been abolished, meaning all murder and robberies that were still active from April 27, 2010, would not be affected by the previous statute of limitations. So what does that mean? This tsunami couple murder is the oldest case in Japan that has not been affected by the statute of limitations. That's pretty cool, right? An organization in Japan called the Sora no Kai has been fighting for this cause for many years, trying to get rid of this statute of limitations. Most family members that suffered from violent crimes also welcomed this change. I would assume it makes sense that we all want to see these guilty people thrown in prison, whether it takes 5 years or 20 years or even more. It's not ideal to wait that long, but getting that final answer, that form of closure, can be very important. Think of Joseph D'Angelo, how long it took to identify him. Now that we can use DNA to help us identify the criminals, maybe more and more cold cases from the past can now be solved. As long as these cases remain active, there is a possibility it can be resolved. So there you have it. The strange and unsolved murder of a seemingly normal couple. From what the police stated, the couple led a fairly normal farming life. They were not hanging out with anyone suspicious or sketchy, nor were they known to have been dealing in any sort of shady business. You can definitely see how this case resembles the Miyazawa murders from 1999. Everybody in the family was killed, their killer presumably overstayed their welcome for strange and unknown reasons, Maybe they were looking for money, or maybe they were looking for something more important. There have been no solid leads and no real suspects for either case. I have a bad feeling that this case, like the Miyazawa case, will not be solved. Unless maybe someone decides to confess, then yeah, but it's been 25 years, so it does make things a bit more difficult. I apologize for this episode being a bit on the shorter side. But I felt that this was an interesting case, and I really wanted to share with you. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll be back soon with more weird stories from the East. And this time, it will be a full episode. Thank you, and till next time. <laughs>